Hello, this is Jason Kristoff for Podcast 31. I would advise everybody to put their tinfoil hats on. We're going in deep. (laughs) What's going on with the COVID? Well, I was banned today from Facebook. I think that was my second infraction in three days. So I am going to issue a warning And when you look at the mind control on Facebook, you can see they're starting, they only sort of ban you if you have an opinion. I'm not too sure if anybody else noticed that, that I can put up uh, any doctor who speaks against COVID and it's never sort of banned. And then if you go on this rant that's full of personal opinion, you'll definitely, and if you hit you know, some high notes with your emotion, you see that emotional posts are really banned. I don't, and if you're, if you know mind control, they're really trying to teach people not to have their own opinions, which is simply an extension of what you see in the, in the government school system, where you have to footnote or quote other people or regurgitate what other people said. So this sort of psyop that your opinion is worthless in a society where, you know, you have to footnote or quote everybody else. And of course, the government is the one that controls who you're going to quote. It's a full top-down control-based mechanism when I was in university at McGill University, the number one university in Canada, I don't know if it still is, but it's definitely up there, maybe in the top five. You couldn't have your own opinion either. You have to footnote and do what these things called citations, and you had to do your citations very specifically, which just meant um, you're really begging the professor to think you're smart by using the ideas of someone else. I can't really believe I paid for that education. (laughs) And it wasn't even an education. It was an indoctrination, of course. And going to school is a complete and utter waste of time. Um, You're just going to condition yourself to be dependent on someone else to give you a job, which means you're going to become a beggar. And it's, you're not even really begging for money. You're going to get money as a secondary reward. But you're really begging someone to order you around 10 hours a day. And then no matter how much you make, your government's definitely going to steal half of that to disempower you. So you, you never have enough to execute your dreams. And that taxation rate has nothing to do with the government needing money. The government needs none of your money. They print it out of thin air. If you haven't noticed, your government is, wherever you live, is bankrupt. They're in massive deficit. But in that, you know, that deficit, so their deficit doesn't really work like your deficit. If you're bankrupt, you can't really keep spending. But if they're bankrupt, they just keep spending. And they don't really obviously need your money to keep operating because if they needed money to operate like you need money to operate, well, they couldn't go into a deficit. So they just literally steal your money so that you don't have any sort of leeway to get away from their coercion or their violence or mount any kind of resistance to their government tyranny. So that's why they tax you. And, um, yeah, so if you if you go back to that Facebook post I was banned on today, I, it was literally an opinion post. There's a store called COVID Essentials. 
<laughs> and of course, it's, you know, you can upgrade your slave life there, supersize your slave life. And uh, I went on a pretty good <laughs> rant. And again, it was just opinion based and it was comedy based. I was really, I said, Bill Gates is going to be in the store from 12 to 5 and he'll be autographing your vaccine deceased corpse. And uh, I guess they didn't really like that. I thought it was quite funny, but I, I guess they did it. And they banned it because it said the actual, it said I went against community standards and it said my advice could injure somebody. And I mean, how crazy is that where vaccines are proven to injure everybody they're injected into? Um, you know, fluoride causes cancer. Fluoride is proven to cause brain damage at one part per million. And there's two parts per million in fluoridated municipal tap water as uh, as a minimum. And there's 1,500 parts per million of fluoride in your fluoride toothpaste. And uh, one part per million causes brain damage. And then Facebook has the audacity to say that my information is causing harm and they advertise fluoride toothpaste to people. But this is the kind of world we live in where, you know, we're manipulated on a psychological level to the point where people don't even really understand that they're just scurrying for safety under the, the watch of a bully. And this, is, this has been going on a real long time, and all these poisons are in effect to keep us down because if we ever got our strength we'd knock that bully right out so of course they the bully's got to poison us with vaccines and poison us with fluoride and teflon pans coffee's their favorite as i always said and we know how they manipulate everybody through the media and that's what we're seeing you know i could talk about the next thing i'm seeing in the media now if you know how to read the tea leaves of the ruling cabal and you if you if you know who they are and you know they use media to influence you and anything that's sort of repetitive you really got to take a hard look at and and understand there's always an agenda to anything that's on the tv and one of my big observations, and I'm, I'm putting it out right now to sort of claim it as my own and see how good I am at predicting what's going to come in the future. Everybody's really perplexed about the sign language, the sign language in all the government press conferences that started about two years ago. And then it's grown anytime, you know, one of these professional liars get in front of the prostitutes here in Canada or somewhere else. They got some sort of uh, signer, you know, for for the uh, for the deaf people, which is is good. But there's not really that many deaf people. And if there are deaf people, a lot of it's caused by vaccines because the inflammation and the cytokine storm that's caused by vaccination often ruptures the eardrum of young children. And that's why they're always trying to assess them really early and, and mark the child as a birth defect. So they're always trying to do the hearing, the hearing test after they're, they're vaccinated. And then they try to blame you or your genetics or the kid when really it's the vaccine that causes it. So if we are, if we are, are going to put on a display 
for the deaf because they can't hear, it would be a bit more altru altruistic to invest investigate the documented signs that vaccines causes rupturing of the eardrum through massive inflammation. But two years ago, this sort of started. We have the, the you know the sign language experts, and of course, the way mind control works, most of these signers are morbidly obese or beta males or just they just look like they were just dr dragged down you know dragged through a hedge ass backwards as they say in newfoundland and you know that's another psychological operation because these repetitive impacts of unhealthy people get picked up by the subconscious mind and the subconscious mind is a reactionary part of the mind that mim mimics anything it sees on a repetitive basis has no way to think it out so if your subconscious mind is exposed to repetitive image after repetitive image after repetitive repetitive image of an unhealthy person the subconscious mind actually has the ability to modify the metabolism to be unhealthy and overweight in order that you fit in and become safer in that environment. And if you don't think your mind has the ability to manipulate your metabolism based on thought alone, which is what happens when it's the subconscious is downloading these repetitive images. It's thinking that where you live is a tribe full of overweight and unhealthy people. If you don't believe that the mind can actually control your body, control your weight against your wishes, you might want to look up uh, something called phantom preg pregnancy or fake pregnancy, where, or sorry, false pregnancy where the person believes that they're pregnant, so you have the repetition again. It's not an image entering the mind, like the subconscious would pick up seeing all the signers, but it is still a re repetitive impact because the person themselves, the female, starts thinking, I'm pregnant, I'm pregnant, I'm pregnant. And then what happens is that the body is being shown to, it can express breast milk, it can gain weight, the stomach can start protruding, and they've even found that the amniotic sac is formed without the fetus. So if you're not aware that your brain can work the gears of your full metabolic system to achieve some sort of um, almost like a genie in the bottle, your, your repetitive impact or your repetitive message inside your own brain is a request to the metabolism. The metabolism can certainly follow through and acquiesce to that request. And that's its own little psychological operation as well as always parading in like our politicians are corrupt, they're immoral, they're unethical. That repetitive impact makes us corrupt, unethical, and immoral. And if you look in any psychology book, they'll call that mirror firing or mirror firing imaging. And this is a guaranteed sort of psychological um, application or cause and effect. The more you see something on the repetitive basis, the more your own metabolic system tries to strong arm you to follow that sort of repetitive message, messaging in order that you become safer in the environment. But I believe that they're getting people to, I always believe this uh, for about two months now. I said, I think they're getting people used to signing 
through the repetitive imagery, because they, they use that lane of traffic technique that I talk a lot about. They want you in uh, 10 lanes of traffic far, far over. And if you ever went there right away, you'd be scared to death and you'd know you're getting manipulated. So they move you over one lane of traffic at a time. That's the best way to psychologically manipulate someone. So the first lane of traffic to sort of get you using sign language, which you think you would never do, but I guarantee you they're going to push you there, and I'm going to tell you how they're going to do it. But to get you to be, stop talking, because this is, this is actually what they're going to try and do. They're actually going to try and get you to stop talking. Now, the first lane of traffic that they got you in, you're sitting at home. This is even before COVID. You got some lie-based uh, politicians sprouting their liaria like they usually do and all of a sudden you see for the first time hey look the it's a sign language guy or girl right next to that line uh, politician wow okay so you don't even really notice but you're you're starting to be conditioned that's how the lane of traffic effect works they're going to push you over now the second lane of traffic now is the mask, I guess. It could be the mask or it could be something else I'm going to talk about. But basically the mask is the first strike against you for talking. So it's uncomfortable to talk. So you'd just rather not talk. And then the third lane of traffic is you sort of believing that you're sort of a virus uh, manufacturing organism. So you start, anybody wearing a mask has been lied to because we've gone over this before. Viruses aren't even proven to make anybody sick. They're proven never even to exist. Um, I better put a video up so I don't have to explain this. I'll put up Dr. Andrew Kaufman in the show notes that will appear directly under this show as a single um, iCloud you know, recording. And I'll put up, yeah, I'll put up Dr. Andrew Kaufman. So basically, yeah, that's a big claim that viruses don't exist. They don't. They don't make people sick. The only thing that makes people sick is poison. And the only reason the government moves the virus liaria into your collective consciousness is because if you found out, if you ever discovered that poisons make you sick, which is the only thing that they, that does, you'd realize the government's trying to poison you and your kids back into the Stone Age all the time, and the only reason you're sick is because the government uses poison to control you, so you're easier to manipulate and govern and steal from and, uh, you know, just rule over. And so they've got you believing through basically what I call TV university uh, that viruses spread and that humans spread viruses and humans are like virus manufacturing facilities. So they got you that you're like three lanes of traffic over because you got the mask on, you got your degree, your PhD from uh, Hollywood University. You've watched Legend with Will Smith and uh, Outbreak with Dustin Hoffman. You've watched Angels and Demons with Tom Hank, Mission Impossible 2 with uh, Tom Cruise. You've watched Contagion with Matt Damon, World War Z with Brad Pitt. So you, you know, the average person, like I said, they have no books in their house. They're very well educated. They have their doctorate from TV University. And that's where they get their ideas about viruses. And the reason those movies exist, folks, is so that you believe a lie. And so now you're three lanes of traffic over. You saw some people signing. That got repetitively imprinted or impregnated into your subconscious. You're wearing a mask because you think 
you breathe out viruses and viruses are bad, which means subconsciously you believe you're bad and that you could infect people. And that the breath is carrying like you're, you're, you know, if you get your PhD from TV University, you're going to believe that your breath is carrying the viruses, which again, no one's ever proven. Dr. Andrew Kaufman will explain the experiments and, and all the research in the medical library or the science library that the average TV watcher will never go to. Or they don't have any books in their house. But yeah, they, they tried to prove that. They really did. They tried to prove that sick people could transfer their disease over to healthy people. They really tried. Dr. Andrew Kaufman will explain that. And uh, they failed. They, could, they couldn't make healthy people sick, no matter if the sick people breathed on them, made out with them, exchanged saliva with them, uh, had a nap next to them. Uh, and even if they injected, and this is gross, but they injected blood and snot and saliva of uh, 100 sick people into 100 healthy people, and not one of the 100 healthy people got sick. Can you believe that experiment was even um, approved of? It's unbelievable, but it went down, and Dr. Andrew Kaufman will explain where it went down and what were the circumstances. And like, so if you believe viruses make people sick, you're probably already in lane four, and this is where they're pushing you. So now anybody with a mask or watch anybody watching TV thinks viruses make them sick. Now, th this sort of lane of traffic agenda really got my attention when there's this, I don't know, she's on the Donald Trump task force, Deborah Burks. She, you know, and you, people got to really start understanding the phrase, by their fruits, you shall know them, evil evil woman and evil's lives spelled backwards because anything that is um you know that jeopardizes life on any level is evil so anything that makes you live shorter amounts of time is evil so deborah deborah burks isn't just evil as an insult she's evil evil by definition because she's trying to push all these lies on people that shorten their life whether it's vaccines or government intervention you're always going to die earlier listening to the government because that's how they maintain their control they maintain their power by extracting yours but this this lady this demon Deborah Burks, she had a Zoom call with every church leader in every state in the U.S. I think it was about five days ago. And as I assumed, they were going to keep pushing people down this lane of traffic technique in regards to them believing their expelled breath makes people sick because the cabal these ancient ruling families which you should really start reading about and maybe david ike's book uh, the children of the matrix because they're not really who you think they are and uh, they might not even be what you think they are so you might want to get up to speed on who these people really are and why they're so intent on poisoning you back into the stone age that one's for another podcast We'd have to wear 10 tinfoil hats if we were going to discuss the reality of who these people are. But Deborah Burks had a meeting with, with all the church representatives. And of course, when I heard this, I'm like, yeah, we're going here. They were definitely going a couple more lanes of traffic here. She told the congregations, she told the leaders of all the churches 
to tell the people not to sing in church because the additional, you know, exhalations through the singing pushes the virus, which doesn't exist, pushes the virus farther and makes more people sick, jeopardizing people. So this is what happens when you don't challenge a lie, just letting you know that anytime someone lies anywhere, you have to grab a frying pan and smash them over the head. Or we get a lie on top of a lie on top of a lie on top of a lie. And so today we're living so many lies, there's no way a human life can sustain itself on this planet. We are all going to die very accelerated deaths. And that's what the truth movement is about, is trying to say, look, this isn't sustainable. Viruses don't exist. It's a lie. Eating medical poisons makes everybody sick. We can't shit and piss in our own tap water and expect us to be healthy. Nothing we're doing is sustainable and there's reasons why the people who govern us make us live in our own filth because it's very simple folks if you knew the strength of the human body and the intelligence of the human mind when it is unpolluted you can't rule that person that person is like date like you're you're going to be like the strongest person in the world you could rip someone's head right off they don't want you knowing your true physical power or your true intellect either so Deborah Burks told the everybody again push the lie farther in saying you can't um, you can't uh, basically sing. So how many lanes of traffic do you think we are away from the corrupt government saying, look, you know, I don't want you talking at the grocery store. I don't want you talking in the line. I don't want you talking. And then we're in big danger too because our school system pushes out all these order takers who become government staffers and and if those guys the thing about order takers is that they're, they're programmed to respond to trigger words so when you say if you had a manchurian candidate i don't know if you've seen that movie but you know they have a plant in say a political uh operation maybe the plant is a they make they program someone like that's going to be the president I think there was a movie about this about 20 years ago. It's called The Manchurian Candidate. And they hypno-program the president to react to a trigger word. And then when the president hears the trigger word, I think he goes and kills someone else and then doesn't really even remember that he did it. And then everybody's like, oh, that's so science fiction, but such a good entertaining movie. I'm like, no, no, you don't. You don't understand hypno hypno control or mind control everybody put through the school system is under this sort of mind control and they will be triggered by trigger words and the most common trigger words are uh, basically it's the law or it's policy or i'm just doing my job so if these order takers like unfortunately the police or even teachers or any government staffer and they're you know they're not sort of evil people till they get the trigger words and then if those order takers were told, look, 
No one's allowed to talk anymore. It throws the virus farther. So now the law, or it's never the law because in states of emergency, they have passed no law. It's only like dictate, dictates or mandates, which aren't really laws. They're just basically, you're getting ruled by the mob. You're getting ruled by violence. You're getting ruled by the person with the gun. See, it's not really democracy, but if that trigger word was told that it was a mandate or a dictate, that the police have to go around and say to people, you can't talk anymore, and they're going to harass people for talking. They will certainly, for the most part, follow through, and that's why you've always been in danger, because those very logical and good human beings were processed through what's called the Prussian school system to make hypno-program people that respond to those trigger words. So how long do you think it's going to be before a police officer comes up and and approaches you and your three friends and say, hey, and he won't be saying, hey, what will he be doing? He'll be using sign language and you'll be expected to know sign language because they're going to say no one can talk. You got to learn sign language if you want to communicate with anybody out in the field. And then a cop comes over and uses sign language and kind of signs and says, hey, did I hear you guys talking? Don't you know talking's illegal? And are we going to get there? For you know, am I, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But if you program people through the Hollywood cinema that viruses exist, which they've never been proven to, they do not infect people, people do get sick. And so, yeah, I understand if you got your PhD from TV University, maybe the first question out of your mouth is, well, how do people get sick? Well, you get sick because the government uses the same TV University to make you drink coffee, to make you drink booze, to make you drink wine, to make you carry a cancer-causing telephone, cell phone in your pocket to not get enough sleep, to eat food sprayed with poisons, to think McDonald's is a treat, to think that Burger King is a reward. They use all the same media manipulation. And when you're sick from sticking poison in your mouth or, you know, McDonald's or cookies or cake and you get sick, they've programmed you to go to the doctor's office and ask for medical poison to put in your mouth alongside the food poison. Now, that doesn't make any sense. So if you're doing that, you're under mind control. So never think mind control is a zombie moaning and groaning, walking towards you with stiff legs and arms out straight with, you know, blood on their face and dirt in their hair. No, like if you're doing illogical things that don't benefit you whatsoever, working a job you don't like, in relationships you don't like, drinking wine when it's poison, drinking coffee when it's poison, wasting your time in front of the TV. Well, where do you think you get all those things, even though they don't benefit you? Why do you think you act them out? You act them out because of what I told you earlier. You have a subconscious mind that scans the environment looking for repetitive images and symbols and messages. That subconscious part of the mind does not know the difference between real life and uh, the screen. So when you're watching the screen and you're seeing the most the most common repetitive image in all of Hollywood cin cinema is either a coffee mug, a coffee cup, or a coffee pot. 
And that's why you drink coffee. And they do it with everything else that doesn't benefit you. How many, how many, how many movies did you see when you were a kid about going to school? Spring Break 1, Spring Break 2, Back to School with Rodney Dangerfield, Van Wilder, um, Porky. Like, it, it doesn't, and even Harry Potter, he's going to school. And, and you're, it, you, you know, it's lost on you. Because it's uh, ubiquitous. It's all around you. It's like asking a fish what water is. The fish doesn't even understand the question. It, 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 but he swims in it. Same thing with you. All these things are like, that's why you went to school. That's why you go to school. That's why you went to university. It has no benefit for you whatsoever. Zero benefit. Like I made more than uh, my, my university professors a couple weeks ago in five days. And how did I do that? I had to come out of the school as a brainwashed uh, drone bot zombie that didn't know how to support myself. And then I had to learn how to support myself outside the system. I had to learn how to generate energy and money without begging someone to tell me what to do for nine hours a day. And I developed that skill, and you can too, but you have to get clean first. So I was actually going to go over what I'm doing right now to get ready for the second wave. And I don't know if the second wave is going to be viral or business closures. <laughs> I'm not too sure. But maybe I would have, I would imagine knowing the people we're dealing with, I bet it's going to be both. <laughs> I, so I just we'll end with the fact that I believe the second wave is coming a little earlier than I had imagined. I thought the second wave would be rolled out uh, in September, October, maybe November, but I got this s sneaky suspicion they're gonna get it. They're gonna roll it out a lot earlier than that. So I was gonna tell you what I'm doing, what I'm buying, a generator, like what foods I'm doing, how you know I'm gonna get some frozen fruit, and why I'm doing that, and what kind of nutritious powders. Um, you know, that that are going to stockpile. And why would I do that? Because they're going to try and close down the grocery stores with the ne next pre-planned fake no-demic. And how are they going to get everybody to believe it? Well, because no one really fact-checks anything. They don't even need the fake testing. But they're going to go fake test seniors' homes, and then they're go they're going to... They're going to use the PCR test, which is never designed to test for viral disease, and they're just going to ma manipulate the results. They're just going to fail everybody, just like just like a teacher could fail you at any time. It, they, they could. They could just. You could be an A student. They could give you an F. It's not up to you. So that's what the PCR test is for. And it was invented by a guy called Kerry Mullis. He won the Nobel Prize for the PCR. And it's not even a PCR test. It's actually like a PCR invention. And they try, they use this PCR test against Carrie Mullis's wishes during the HIV AIDS situation. And he testified. He says, look, everybody, I know you're, you're <laughs> really excited to see who has HIV, but my test doesn't test for HIV. You're telling people they have HIV when they don't. 
I know I invented the test. It's not for that. It doesn't test for that. And they just said, ah, well, why don't you shut up, Carrie? We know you invented it, but we got to make sure people think they're sick so we can medicate them and, and make them more sick and then drive the fear deeper in the collective consciousness so everybody's, you know, thinking they have AIDS or HIV. And it's the same sort of thing we have going right now. We're using the same test. It's testing people as uh, positive for COVID. COVID doesn't even exist. And then they're going to be using the toxic vaccine like they used the toxic AZT, which was one of the most famous or lethal um, HIV AIDS drugs. And it was that drug that was killing a lot of the AIDS patients. And then they would say they died of HIV. They're going to use the same system this time around where they're going to fake test people with Carrie Mullis's PCR test. They're going to fail them purposely. Then they're going to try and vaccinate them. The vaccine is designed to euthanize most everybody that it touches, especially seniors. And then when the seniors die from the COVID vaccine, they're going to say COVID's out of control. Everybody's dying for COVID. Same thing they did with AZT. As soon as you gave the AZT to the AIDS patients, they would die. And then the big headlines would be AIDS is out of control. No one can have sex. And it has similar implications now that no contact. Everybody's got to stay away. The thing about evil is that they're... Evil's dumb and it's inept, and and this group is very uncreative with their manipulations. They got to keep going back and in the playbook because they think no one's really paying attention. But some people are paying attention. I'm certainly paying attention. It's the same scam, just dressed up and disguised in a different way. So again, not too sure. Uh, I didn't get to where I wanted to, but I think some people probably got a little bit of benefit from some information in there. I thank you for listening. This is Jason Kristoff signing off.